Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Jojo. I'm James Edward. And this is Fierce Awesome Gaze. Uh, we're back at it. We're back here. We're back on the grind. You know, we're girl bossing our way through life and podcasting as we speak. Yeah, yes, we're here. We're queer. <laughs> but we're not um, going away, so get used to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'm back yes. from Cali land. That's right. You have a whole lot of things to say. I think enough time has passed where we have like quite a few things to go over, don't we? We we have quite a few lesson plans. There's so much, like so so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I am gonna make like a concise video about the festival that I went to. Uh, but California as a whole, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it a lot. I went to a festival. I did California type things. And then I went to a concert. Uh, I saw Carrie Pomu Pomu. It was a lot of like bucket list things that I checked off. And went to Little Tokyo. Uh, I went to Little Tokyo. I, I hung out with you. That was so much yes, fun. Yes, we hung out in IRL. We were just doing uh, like Disney Channel movie city. things. It's ve- it was very city yeah, pop was, of uh, us. <laughs> city pop crossover, like uh, ABC crossover. Yes, yes. Oh, they nice. got lost in the city and the two characters from different shows meet. And all the kids are like, oh, yeah. no. Well, oh, yes, because now we yeah. have an episode. <laughs> uh, it's definitely that thing where you, like, you, the special guest walks on the, the stage and the crowd is like, woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. So first on the agenda... The gay agenda is uh, telling me how you felt about the festival and the location at the uh, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Which, yes, you know, I know Rose it all too Bowl. well because I was just there uh, on Saturday <laughs> at a different festival, but the same location. Oh, that was at the same place. Yeah. I didn't know it was at the. It looked like the same location, but I didn't realize that it was. Yeah, the goo. The the well. The boomer golf golf course, music, yes, that on that golf course. But I I prefer it over like where a lot of music festivals are, because I've been to the Warp Tour in San Diego like a decade ago, and that was like asphalt. Yeah, I suppose the all right. So the festivals that we we're talking about took place at this like uh, golf course, this huge golf course, and the grass was nice. The grass was like well kept. It was grass. wet. But, like, it, was it was very luscious. weird. Where like you had to park, you had to literally park, uh, like near sand traps. I'm not exactly sure what they're called, but like they had sand cl- traps like taped off, like and it, it was kind of hilly, like the way that a golf course yeah. would be full of hills and stuff. I thought that was very like weird. And maybe I'm jumping ahead in the story a little bit, but we had a lot of trouble leaving the festival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I have a Did story guys... about that shit? Yes, because oh, I'm not sure shit. if you were privy to it, but lots of shit happened <laughs> at Cruel World this year where, I, like, it was a I fucking travesty. I just saw. The goths were I just saw. seething. <laughs> the goths were pissed. <laughs> but uh... It was a weather warning, right? Yeah, yeah, but we'll get into that in my portion. I still want to talk about okay. the Kevin Kevin in Lil Kyoto 
Jojo's Bizarre. Kevin Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, Kevin Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. So, I went to Just Like Heaven Festival, and every time I was saying the festival, it uh, sounded like I was saying Just Like Kevin. Just Like But that's Kevin. neither here nor there. Just Like Kevin. Uh, the day started off with uh, Azalea Banks, uh, and that was a huge like disappointment uh yikes the people like were trying to be really positive about it and i was like that's a cute (laughs) californian vibe (laughs) yes Um, people were being (laughs) very optimistic about her (laughs) (laughs) the floridians wanted to fight her when she made when she was up there late um so i saw her she was 30 minutes late it's a really like tight set yes so like she couldn't did, just did like they have keep the performing rotating, they had the rotating uh stages like where like where the performer was then it just kind of rotates and then like the the next performer's whole like setup is there already uh i believe so but i don't think for that stage not for every for stage that. i didn't yeah was it like yeah, the i didn't smaller see it stage? happen on that stage the smaller, yeah, the smaller st- stage. okay yeah the smaller stage like that's like right next to the entrance right the gates yeah yeah do you think they just like kept everything the same and then like pretty much did my festival and then did your festival oh, yeah because i'm sure your your festival was golden voice as well right like i think that's like mm-hmm. the company I that runs so. it yeah because then uh-huh they must have just kept the stages there like no reason to break yeah. them down so her performance was just like really sad like like it was the best setup i could see her in, and i've always said like the times that I've saw her, I've seen Azalea, I saw her two times before, were in just like really sketchy Miami situations. And I was like, okay, if I go see her perform in an actual place, like those seems to be like the venues where she really like pops off. Uh, she didn't really pop off at all. Like she like, she performed like two, four and a half songs. Um, I was really privy to the fact that no one in the crowd knew what the Salchichon song was, even though there are plenty of Hispanics in the crowd. Um, and, uh, like, she performed her four songs and walked off. It was short and sweet. It was good while she was doing it, but I wish it was longer. After that, I didn't really, I personally didn't really have a band that I wanted to see until uh, Peaches. So yeah. uh, I just saw, just chilling? like, these... I was just chilling, floating around. I was like, wow, it's 90 degrees here currently, but like I could get under shade and not be hot, which is a different experience. Um, And it was really nice, really comfortable. I guess now would be a good time to talk about the people that were at this festival. Yes. It was a very, maybe there was five to 12 Gen Zers in the festival in total. Oh boy. Uh, because <laughs> this is very Gen X to Millennial. This is a Gen X Millennial and then a festival. And then there are even like some older like boomer types, alternative yeah. boomers. But people were out here with their kids and carriages. Oh, God. And their little baby children. Oh, my God. Yeah. That makes so much and, sense, too, about the Gen Xers, because I just realized, like, we may have been the gen that discovered and, like, really listened to those bands, like, on MySpace and shit, but 
the Gen Xers were the ones like buying the music and like going and like you know, yeah to, to actual shows in like the city and shit you know exactly they were like really out there Gee. like smoking cigarettes uh <laughs> uh but uh i saw peaches and peaches was such i i will say for me there are three really good performances and that was uh peaches uh management and the yeah yeah yes uh peaches uh was exciting uh she didn't really get the crowd going that 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 much but she was shocking in many ways there was a song where she said that okay first of all her fit pretty much uh nude underwear titties out with like a nude pasty over her nipple and then her dancers were dressed the same way and it was very um sex positive uh everyone like they were thrusting they were wearing like vagina uh masks made out of felt and like there is like quote-unquote live birthings and then uh there is a moment where she walked on the crowd so kind of like how you would like body surf a crowd but like she was like like stepping into people's palms and they were people were like grabbing her legs to like keep her up so that she was very upright of course it eventually turned into like body surfing but she like walked into the crowd like walked on the crowd um which she warned them that she was gonna do so she was like be ready for that she didn't just like throw herself um uh so of course that ended with like her iconic uh uh her big fuck what is it called fuck the pain away oh yeah fuck the pain away that unfortunately like the crowd didn't really go up for that even though what? like they should have yeah. uh yeah i know uh the crowd did go up when she had like these empowerment shirts that she ripped off so like she had a shirt that said like protect trans like kids trans rights and then she ripped that off and then she was like black power you know stuff like that um so it was very like Gen Z in that way where she was like giving you like really, it was really body positive. Like uh, I think one of the shirts she had was like, uh, thank God for abortions. I think that was one of the things that she had on her shirts. And um, it was very in that way, uh, also very body positive and very free. It was very free. Uh, so after that, um it started getting a little colder we saw some random bands like hot chip yeah uh, and uh, i was like whoa look at those dads go yeah <laughs> look at those look at those dads play look those, shut those, the uh, fuck up okay because i just got done <laughs> being at a festival of like grandpas and grandmas and stuff yeah you know? and yeah. you know what they can still go okay they can they still got it some of them still got it so let's be a little bit less here's the thing <laughs> i think though come on now the kind of music that you listen to in that festival is right lends itself to being appropriate and I'm not saying that you need to like. Uh, what am I trying to say? Is yeah. that like? What are you saying? <laughs> what am I saying? It's just like these guys are just very beeps and boops. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Anyways, uh, I just think that 
darker music lends itself to an older crowd age and older uh, performance performers, you know? Are you saying because, Not like, necess- their music felt very, like, current and, like, kind of modern-esque and, like, they themselves seemed very, like, aged for that kind of music? Yes, and also, though, it's it was kind of the fallacy of the whole, like... Not the fallacy. That's maybe too harsh of a word, but it was it was very much uh, this this really popular music that I used to listen to when I was younger, and they were younger as performers ten years ago, and now they're performing this like really high angst like kind of music that I used to listen to alone in my room in high school, you know, and so it's just like a a, re- a weird like juxtaposition of like these older people playing oh god yeah music that feels young to you imagine what it's like being a weezer fan so uh after that uh it got dark and it got really cold and i'm glad i brought a jacket because if i didn't have if i didn't bring a jacket it would have been like an issue for me it was for me it was that cold yeah where if it was like i would have been very uncomfortable welcome to cali it was very refreshing after the hot day though Mm -hmm. so it was like being in the AC. Anyways, um, management performed and it was uh, kind of life affirming for me that like I was there watching it and it was kind of that was I was kind of having like an emotional reaction to it. Did they? Um, did you have it during a specific song? <laughs> I did, but I forgot what it was. Was it kids? Like, it wasn't kids. Was no, it, it was to not kids. Was it like the? It was none of those. Whoa. No, it wasn't none of those. Okay, okay. I forgot what it was. Man. I, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you later, but it wasn't those. Those didn't do it for me. Um, their performance is very interesting. They uh, had like a weird little segment where they brought like a paper mache, uh, uh, not a scorpion, a mantis, a praying mantis. Mm-hmm. And then there's just people in white outfits like Operating doing it? something. No, they were just, like, they were not operating it. They were just, like, there praising it, I suppose. Yeah. And then that finished, <laughs> and then they started the show. And uh, let me think of the... They had very theatrical moments um, on stage. Uh, they uh, First of all, I want to say the visuals for it uh, were mixed in with live visuals of them playing. And then also there is, like, a lot of... Uh, the the digital f- visuals on the screen were basically almost like AI renderings of like their songs, and like you could tell that it was like AI renderings. So like, uh, let's say uh, Electric Feel, right? That has a very iconic video where like they're in the forest and it's like electricity and like they're like foresty indie people, right? Yeah, I remember. Well. The visuals, they had AI visuals that looked like the music video, but through an AI filter. So, like, it was in the same way that, like, you get all those trippy videos that are made out of AI, but it was referencing their old videos or maybe using that as, like, a a base. I see. So, it was really interesting. They did that throughout the whole show. Yeah. Exactly. They did that through the whole show, and... um uh there was parts uh kind of like in the middle where uh, two people 
I, I don't I don't think it was them, but two people had like big paper mache heads of them. And then um basically telling their origin story in a really comical way of like, hey, what if we made a band? And, you know, very it was very cute. And then um they also had like a I forgot what song it went into, but they really had like a a really uh jungle drum and bass moment with like giant skeletons that was very like EDM for what they are, for what they do, it made me think that quite possibly they're going into an EDM like realm with their next album. I don't know. That That's just like what I think. Cause it was very, it was very like out of nowhere. So I assumed like maybe that's what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was really, really interesting. There was a point where they were playing. I think it was like during kids. Cause I think there's like a big, like uh, I forgot like the technical technical word for it, but like when it's just music and no lyrics. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and they were playing uh, street hockey, and there was like a referee. They were just like pretend like they were playing street hockey. They brought out like nets and like they just played street hockey for like thirty minutes, thirty seconds. Um, and then uh, the show ended. It was really emotional. I did cry. <laughs> I did cry because it was like. It felt Aww. like the end of a coming of age movie. Yeah. You know? It sounds so beautiful. Yeah. It it was really nice. It was really nice to experience. Um after that, uh, directly after that, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs were gonna perform 15 minutes right after. And they did. And let me tell you, they she sounds so good. I forgot the the I forgot her name. Karen. But they Karen sounded o. Karen. She sounded so good. They sounded like off the album. She sounded so great. Uh, she did a shout out towards the end of it to all like the female um, people that were there. Like shout out to Peaches. And she said Azalea Banks. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, she it would be Azalea funnier Banks. if she didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was really intense. That was really fun. That was, it, it felt so good to hear like, like a really well-performing band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, management also sounded good and they sounded like, like their albums too. Um, but the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, they sounded so crisp, so perfect. Like a oh, well-practiced, well-experienced band. Yeah, and it was the perfect thing to close out the night. And uh, after that, catastrophe. <laughs> uh, not really catastrophe, but like literally it took an hour and 30 minutes to leave because there was no one directing traffic out. No way! Of this golf course. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. they're just like... There was just, like, no one, there was no, like, rhyme or reason. There was, like, maybe, like, three different paths that vehicles were going through. And then, like, a lot of paths that broke up into it. And and then, like, tried to get into the main path. So, like, when one car would leave, it would still take, uh, other cars would fill up that spot. And it would take a really long time to, like get into the main line so that you could leave the venue 
And then, so, like, I had to, like, Florida man this whole thing and, like, cut people off and, like, squeeze my way through places. And, like, I'm driving over sidewalks because it's, like, a fucking golf course. I'm driving over sidewalks and shit and, like, going over hills and shit. I was like, this is not good for my rental. Uh, Ultimately, it was fine when we got out of there. And I had an amazing day that day. That day was so good. I'm so happy to hear that, actually. Like, I hope that it was, like, a really fulfilling day. That it wasn't just, like, oh, whatever, you know? Yeah, it was definitely uh, fulfilling. It was definitely uh, one of those bucket list things I wanted. I've been wanting to see management live for so so long and i was so happy to see them those guys are getting a little old now but i don't expect them to be in there you know yeah i mean so was i you know i'm a little older now too so (laughs) yeah well that sounds cool that sounds cool what else did you do on your big big getaway the next big thing, I think, is going to Little Tokyo to see you. Yeah, yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I was there. To fully, like, to, it was a really uh, fun time. Uh, just, like, spending money buying <laughs> buying anime figures, Hatsune Miku figures, getting accosted by unhoused people. Uh you know that was fun uh obviously seeing you uh that was a lot of fun getting like to talk shit irl was like perfect honestly i feel like it just kind of blended you know what i mean like it was um like it was just natural you know to just talk to you and hang out with you that it was like it's hard to like really like feel like it was that like, the most significant thing about it was, like, hanging out, like, in person. But I feel like our flow of conversation was pretty much how it typically is, you know? So that was good. No, yeah, I completely agree with you that, like, uh, it was just like seeing a friend again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which, I mean, technically, we, t- we talk a lot, right? So it was like that, but it was really nice seeing you IRL. And uh, I guess I did like have a sl- I mean I, I just I just wished it wasn't uh gonna be awkward you know what I mean and uh I hope that it wasn't gonna be awkward and it wasn't of course it wasn't I had no reason to worry about that uh, really but I was just like you never know oh, we've hung out uh, before although that is the first yeah. time that we hung out in like just a normal setting because the first time I think that that's we met, the, what it is yeah we were in like a club setting we before went to, like a goth club and yeah I, that was a blur next time i go over there i'm gonna just like stay for a week and we're just gonna hang out for a week yes and also uh what i thought was cool was just basically we did a lot of window shopping for like uh specific anime figures you know what i mean like we we're looking yeah, for like that was... the best only the top shelf Hatsune Miku's. Yeah, the best of the best. Blue bitches only. Yeah. It was a very blue bitches only day. But no, yeah, that was a, it was a perfect uh, day for me too. Because it was just very nice. 
window shopping. I love, honestly, I love shopping. I love looking at little fucking things. And like Little Tokyo is perfect for that, especially if you're just into like anime and uh, anime adjacent things. There's just so many like little stores and little things if to go you look like, at. Like J and be a pop fucking culture, weeb. If you're into like Japanese pop culture stuff, because it's not just strictly anime, but it's also just like you know, like uh, tourist cuisine is what I call it. You know, because you're not gonna get yeah. like, a regular lunchbox that like a standard japanese person would probably have but it's like you know like the tourist cuisine and also just like just kind of like accessory and fashion kind of shops as well so it's not just weeb central but that is like you know very it's like their marvel so yeah it's kind of everywhere yeah it is everywhere and when i say there um... i mean weebs the weebs there were countless weebs and at least i saw two people with hatsune miku shirts on so i was like i'm in good company here oh yeah and it shout was out, a lot of weebs shout out the uh, shout out the hu- hu- husky uh <laughs> shout out the husky gay latino men with glasses walking around because i feel like oh yeah shout out to them we were not alone in that category yeah thick latino men weaves out to the front alternative we're here to come get your fucking uh, statues specific ones also uh what happened uh pretty much it was a fun day and then it kind of ended with us getting your final and third hatsune miku uh and then after that we said adieu and then shortly after that, you uh, went yes. home, right? What did I do? Oh, wait, wait, no. That. Then That's you went a... to go see uh, Kiari Katy Perry. Kiari Pommy Pommy. Fuck. No, that wasn't the same day. No, I mean, well, it, was, it was like a couple was, days yeah. later. Yeah. So the day before I have to get on the plane uh, is the time I need to see Kiari Pommy Pommy. And where? I don't, I don't even know the name of the venue. It was like this huge complex downtown. Where it was like they had like a Microsoft theater and like an Xbox lounge and was it like crypto really weird? Was it the crypto stadium or whatever it's called? Well, they there the crypto stadium was there. She specifically performed at this thing called the Novu Theater. Was it a cool venue or was it like weird or what? Uh, it was just like a theater, like like an intimate, uh, like I don't know, I how how do I would explain this like a. It's definitely one step above, like, hmm, I don't know. How do I explain this? It's definitely when you look at, like, when someone says they're going to be at a theater, it's definitely what that is. Does that make any sense? Am I making any sense? Yes, uh, I It hear. just looked like generic theater venue. Okay. Was there, like, a pit? Was there, like, a just a... There was a pit. Okay, so there was just, like, ground, like, general... Like, you know, just a flat surface. Well, yeah. There was a ground and then there was a balcony. Mm-hmm. And I was I was really close to the front because I got VIP and I got to see Carrie Pomu Pomu like in the flesh. I got to take a little picture with her. They take a little Polaroid with her. Uh, you and her. And uh, you get to, well, 
you got to like say something to her if you want to, but a lot of people just like took a photo and left. But I, I, what did I tell her? I told her that I listen to her music to make me feel happy, which honestly, uh, wait, I listen to her music when I feel sad to feel happy, which is not the truth, to be honest. I'm like a sad bitch at heart. And like when I'm sad, I listen to sad music. <laughs> so that's not necessarily the truth. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not one to like go against the vibe. If I'm feeling sad, I'm in the shower in the dark, listening to sad music. Um, so, uh, I saw her, they give you a little VIP thing and then a little VIP gift and a little Polaroid. And I made some friends, uh, uh, I think it was, uh, it was Jonathan and Fred. Yeah, Jonathan, Fred, and Kevin. We were all friends together. And um, that was, like, really fun. I was in the front. I was, like, only one person away from, like, the barricade. So I was really close to the front. Um, Her performing is, like, it was good. It was like what you expect from her. She does this thing where she says goodbye and then she, it's like, she does like a planned encore, mm -hmm. so to speak. Cause she did the whole like thing and then she was like, bye. And then she didn't do pon pon pon, right? And then like there was a fake encore thing and then she comes back on. She does one song and then she does pon 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 and then she has a specific song that's like good she's like a goodbye song that's when you know like she's gone gone <laughs> uh and that was that was all fun again uh bucket list thing that i wanted to do uh the meet and greet honestly i just wanted to see her live the meet and greet was like a cherry on top and like to see her meet and greet vip be so close to the front for like a whole only $120 was extremely worth it. Extremely worth it. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Again, bucket list thing. And then that night I packed up my stuff and I got on the plane. Uh, now I'm back. What a world. In this swamp land. What a world. What a time. What a world. What a time. Well, I'm glad that you went through I really it liked all. it. You know, it was, it sounds like it was worth it. Yeah. The whole uh, adventure. It was definitely worth it. I want to go back. I possibly might want to live there, but we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. How was your festival? Um, well, the festival was just a couple, a few days ago now. It was on Saturday, the 20th of May. And my, oh my. So the thing about this thing, it's called Cruel World. And, uh, you know, it's just, as the name suggests, it's a lot of like goth music, but also there's just general 80s bands and like just new wave and like sad vibes, modern bands, you know? So I guess I could yeah. say that it's like, alt music of the 80s and the modern bands that basically ripped them off <laughs> i'm just joking like not really like but like we all are all 
we are all we are all pretty inspired by these bands but uh you know everyone has their own new interpretation but like it's a big deal because a lot of these like headliners are like these old 80s bands that haven't been doing anything in decades and whatever or have just completely fallen out of like relevance but like you wouldn't believe at how much I guess popularity they've built in their absence, you know, because like, unlike your festival, I feel like I, I was seeing a lot of zoomers, like a lot of like Twitter mutuals and just young looking people like there. And they were like mega, the most goth looking people were probably like the youngest ones there. And there was a lot of them. Uh, yeah, I think that, kind of music transcends more than indie rock yeah because it's it's older than all of us you know what i mean like it, it's really hard for yeah. any of us to be like yeah well this is like not for your generation because like the people that have any right to say that are like the the most baldest most sunscreen soaked uh like you know uh, a red leather couch textured people there and so like we all kind of like it on a very genuine level like there's no nostalgia for any of us it's just you know music that sounds good and it's also like relevant enough to like where all the modern bands in our scene are kind of trying to replicate it anyway so it's just you have like every incentive in any age group to come to this if you're into this kind of music um so you know like Mm -hmm. uh, i went with my boyfriend last year i went with my bandmate but this year he just i think he went to just like heaven I think he went to the one that you went to, but, uh, well, yeah. Cause I mean, he's more like in your age group than, or like he's closer to your age than mine. So he has like way more attachment to it. But, um, so mm-hmm. at this thing I went with my boyfriend and I was like, you know what? Like I know how it was like last year and I came like very unprepared. So this year we're going to take, I was like a mom. I was like, take some sunscreen, take some extra socks, take an extra shirt. Uh, like, you know, take a hat. Cause there's the, the, there's gonna be lots of sun. Take a little parasol, like you know this and that. And I just made sure that we were like locked and loaded for this thing. And so it was a hot, hot, hot. Cause it's the same fucking spot where you were at, right? I'm sure it wasn't anywhere near as hot. Cause I think yeah. it was like around yeah. in the 80s, in the 80s degrees. And when you were there a couple weeks ago, it was like the 90s or something. Uh, so mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. we were feeling it, you know. And, uh, you know, we, a lot of the first bands that we, that were playing were like the newer groups, you know, like people that I know, people that I've played shows with and stuff. And it was awesome seeing, you know, like these bands that like, I've met pretty much all of the ones that are new, but But to see them all, like, on this stage with these huge crowds was, like, super pleasing, you know? It was, like, really cool. And, yeah, you know, that was great. But I will say that, like, the most impressive performances of the day were some of the oldies bands. Like, uh, this one band that I don't really pay that much attention to, but they're called ABC. And they have that one song i'm sure you know it but it's like that's the look that's the look the look of love do you know what i'm talking about that like Mm, just random thing that you'd hear at the dollar general walking around 
looking for toilet paper. Well, that band was kicking ass. Like, that old man fucking still sang so on point and everything, you know? And I was like, Jesus Christ. We saw Boy Harsher. That was awesome. We saw them, like, mega close. We were, like, really close to the barricade. Uh, we saw, like, one of my favorite bands ever, The Human League. And that was great. They still got it, you know? Um, these old people, they mm. came out, they came out with guns a blazing. They're like, no, hell no, we're not wasting these gigantic crowds that suddenly give a shit about our, our like 40 year old like music. But, you know, they came out shining. Yeah. But this horrible thing happened and you can look it up cause it's very Googleable. It was highly publicized, but in the middle of, a uh, one, uh, so, like, the, the biggest headliner of the night was uh, Suzy Sue, who, you know, uh, is basically kind of, like, one of the most... She's, like, one of the first goth it girls. You know what I mean? Like, she, like, fronted her own band. Yeah. And had, like, a, you know, a moderately popular, like, solo career, like, in the... 90s 2000s and stuff but like she's like very influential like you know the queen like as everyone says like you know she's like the the goth queen and she was supposed to perform and it was like her first performance in like uh like you know like 15 years or something and like her first like u.s performance in like almost 20 something like that and she's like mega influential so this was a huge deal. That's like part of the reason why it was packed. It was so packed. There was like, it felt like there was like a carnival happening with like how many people there were just like everywhere all over the place uh, for her. But the band I was most excited for wow. was, um, you know, Human League, which is like a electro pop band. And so they were going to play. And on this other side of the, of the golf course thing was another band playing. And that was Billy Idol. And so fucking. uh, (laughs) And so these bands were going to play. And then the very last person to play at the biggest stage, like all the way on the opposite side of the golf course was uh, Susie Sue. So everyone's expecting to just like watch these last couple bands. And then like, you know, her, like everyone just like make, pilgrimage their way over to the to the other side to the main stage but after like four songs of human league suddenly like this guy came up and then like something happened he like communicated he must have been like a stage hand or something like that or coordinator but he took the mic and was like everybody sorry to uh interrupt but you know like basically there's like a extreme weather severe weather warning and the band cannot continue to perform blah 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 you know and then that was it and they all just like all the oh, band wow. people just walked off it, it, i was just so confused I, at first i was like wait a minute i was like no way no 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 <laughs> like this is a this is a skit right and then i look behind me like towards like where like the the very like furthest point and i could see like a swarm of people like heading towards like the exit gates and all that and i was like oh shit no way and like they started turning on like the it felt scary because it, they started like <laughs> they did it in the most like alarming way where like the 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 screens where they'd be projecting graphics or like um visuals or just like you know 
the the band or something you know projected on these screens just were like red and it says evacuate you know like and i was just like with with the with the <laughs> wow. fucking red Purge like vibes. red the color of red was tinting everything and then just like the swarm of people i just grabbed my boyfriend and i was like come on let's go like i was just <laughs> it was bad because there was even traffic just getting to the parking lot just like traffic of people you know because like releasing everyone like that all at once yeah yeah was like well yes and people were like alarmed in an emergency and also situation off, you know uh and so like i get to the car and it took that's scary like you said like almost a couple like almost two hours yeah. just to get out to the point where people were just like you know what i'm just gonna drive through these like yellow uh <laughs> through these yellow barrier pole things or whatever i'm just gonna like go through like the gaps and get onto the main road because like people are not letting each other out of this parking lot like it was a whole mess because there were just no people directing traffic so like what the fuck and you said the same thing happened yeah at your event so of course yeah i think it's just golden voice is like very stingy with like production or something because i felt like uh i don't know like people just could easily <laughs> like let me just not say anything but i'm just saying like the entire day i was high everyone else around me was getting high the goths were getting stoned and so it just makes me think like what else could someone theoretically bring in here you know because the security like did not give a shit you know yeah security was pretty lax they didn't they gave more of a shit about the danger of having like spikes and chains on your outfit than they did about like looking in your bag, you know? So there was that. Uh what was the weather warning? Like uh it was like tornado? No, it, what the fuck? We don't get those. But uh I have no idea. It was uh like a storm, like lightning and whatever and like I see. But the thing is that like no one had any idea what they were talking about. Because there was, like, nothing like that. There was no rain. It was dry out there. It was just kind of cloudy. But that's it. And no storm happened, by the way. Period. And people were really upset because they cut off, you know, the last couple, like, bands. And then just Suzy Sue just wasn't going to play. And that was kind of, like, the main... That was, like, the crown of, like, the whole thing. And people were, like, extra pissed. And, like, people, like, you know, the alts were really mad online. And it was just... Yeah, I bet. It was just crazy. And eventually, like, the next day, everyone got an email and every uh, Cruel World, the, the social media presence pages, those started posting updates and saying that if you, you know, like bought a ticket then like your app should basically give you another ticket and today suzy sue and a couple of the other bands are gonna play after all like in the middle of the day and that seemed cool but see like not like a lot of people were still pissed because there was just like no refund option at the time so like a lot of people were like well that's nice but i have to catch my fucking flight back you know i have work on monday yeah of course you know yeah. just a lot of people were just like fuck you you know like this isn't enough people were just like really yeah pissed. like if that happened to me i wouldn't have been able to do anything really yeah yeah i mean i got the thing as well like i got the pass for like the next day the makeup show but i didn't go i just gave it to someone else 
I gave it to a friend because mm. I just thought, you know, like they didn't go at all, even though they wanted to. So I was like, here, like you can have these. Yeah. Uh, so that happened. Oh, well, boy. boy. How complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Um, we saw that band that performed uh, that has that one song like I stop the world and melt with you. Like that. that oh one, yeah, yeah, from that chocolate commercial. Yeah, that's what I remember it from too. Like the indie, <laughs> the indie girl acoustic version. Yeah, exactly. You see I mean, yeah, I I know that that was like a real song, but I only remember it from like the Hershey's chocolate commercial. What the fuck? That was like 2007. <laughs> yeah, that was very that. <laughs> that commercial played all the time. I feel. Yeah, I can't believe. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get to see Susie Sue. That's all right. I was more pissed that I get it. I didn't get to see the rest of a uh, Human League, and the next day on yeah. their Facebook, because everyone was like, "Okay, why the fuck didn't Human League get a chance to play again?" And uh, everyone was upset about that, and the band themselves on Facebook um, were like, "Oh, they just didn't ask us, plain and simple." And I thought it was a fucking travesty like that was my main reason for going really <sighs> oh man and did it ever rain that day no it didn't but it rained the next day at the makeup show <laughs> oh shit that's ironic yep yep but you know they were some goths were at least happy about that you know my friend that i gave tickets to she said that she like took mushrooms and she had like a whole experience there just being surrounded by her own you know like goth friends and stuff and in the rain in the it was like in the drizzly and they were just kind of like wow like watching the bands and i was like well i'm glad that you had that experience honestly and i had a good time because it wasn't too like real rough you know like we met up with we ran into a few of our friends and it's like you know how like there's just open space you know like we just had like picnic, yeah. you know, I, we brought a blanket and shit and it was just nice. It was like not too stressful or anything really. So. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I had fun. I had fun. I was glad. Well, I'm glad it was still like a good time. Ultimately. It was a good time. It was the drama at the end of it though. Just made it feel extra like, ah, <laughs> like that was it. Oh, and it's so funny that they didn't figure out a way to like get everyone out. In like a timely manner yeah or like or just like multiple exits because they forced ev- they bottlenecked everyone into like one exit even though there's like multiple quote-unquote emergency exits right i don't know what they mean yeah then. they weren't letting people go through the emergency exits which would have just led you straight through like some back ways that go into the parking lot they're like no that's where bands have their vehicles and shit parked so you can't it's not that kind of emergency it's not that kind of emergency okay we're talking about like liability shit not just like your safety yep oh shit it was a romantic time you know my boyfriend enjoyed quite a few of the groups and yeah yeah you know I got, like, the post-festival kind of, like, uh, like, not the blues, but just the kind of, like, I want to go see more live music. Uh, yeah. I think I must have gotten that, too, coming back to Florida, 
just like the vacation blues and like missing california as like a vibe uh ultimately it's like that thing where like i don't know if i like california or if i just like vacations well i'm sure if you had a vacation in fucking ohio you'd have a different tune uh probably it's probably right i feel like there's so much to do over there so little time like i could go back to like little tokyo by itself and just have like another day there you know vacations where i wanna go vacation time to just get away vacations where i wanna be sending on my vacation this fun is great you know what you know stop we shouldn't be singing anymore or else coil ray is gonna hear us and sample it oh uh, yeah true speaking of dumb pop oh boy <laughs> let's let's get into it in the last uh 10 or so minutes of this podcast let's let's go through yes kevin and james's pop Pop culture culture roundup Roundup. what are some things yeah what has happened in pop culture well here's one thing that pissed me off (laughs) let me just say this thing about something that pissed me off well lady gaga like did that tiktok where she's like really showing (laughs) us her veneers and she's also like holding up her cosmetics to like this i uh ice spice and Nicki minaj song the uh princess diana remix and so you know people were like what is this oh my god is a collab coming because then like a few days later she posts another she posts a thing on reels on instagram reels where she was, like, there, and she's just drinking tea, and she, like, uh, clinks her little spoon against the teacup, you know? And she was like, oh, tomorrow. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what is it? And some people are like, Art Pop Volume 2 is dropping tomorrow, confirmed. And, like, people are just spreading so much (laughs) misinformation. And people are like, guys, Nicki Minaj and Lady Gaga collaboration confirmed it's happening tomorrow like people were treating it like they were gonna reveal a smash character tomorrow and so then today it happens and uh you know surprise surprise it's just an announcement that her cosmetic line house labs is now coming to the uk so you know fuck you wow we wanted those blindy bastards oh man i don't know i don't i've told you this before i don't want to mix my Nikki and my Gaga together. Why did you say that? You just, I just wanted don't. her to... S- <sighs> okay, just can you explain, like, what is it about that? What is it about it that you just don't want to... Because <laughs> it's going to flop? Because No, not necessarily. It's just two universes that should not come together. You know what I mean? They have just no business being in the same there's no business there's no reason there's no rhyme or reason for that to happen you know there's uh like i wouldn't understand it like i don't get it like something about that bothers me and i don't know what it is because i like them a lot both separately you know but just thinking about a gaga and a nikki minaj collaboration has passed it's long since passed yeah that could have happened in the Just Dance Fame Monster era, I think. No, the time when it should have happened was when Nikki was doing stuff like Starships and Gaga was putting out like applause and art pop. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because they were really on top at that time. 
Beyonce gave him a little break. They were peak extravagant. Yeah, because that was Beyonce's flop era. Her fourth album. Yeah, it really was. What I think is more likely to happen is that they're going to, like, just just be cringe about each other online now. Like... Yeah, it's going to be very just like, oh, yeah. They're going to be, like, vague posting. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Yeah. It's like that... You know what it feels like when, like, two popular mean girls like don't want to disturb the balance so they have to like like each other yeah or it's like when two teachers (laughs) are never seen together but they reference each other in like ways that aren't really funny but people get it it's like yeah and they're like one teacher or whatever is like oh today i'm gonna be like mrs herschel and i'm going to i'm gonna assign you all points so you get points just like in her class you know and then the other teacher the next day is like all right so we're gonna get negative points you guys get negative points today people are like oh yeah 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 someone told you about that huh (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is very that one other thing um and this is a bit difficult to talk about but i was curious so Mm -hmm. i started today with her debut um born pink i mean uh pink friday and (laughs) born this pink born this pink but i listened to that and i was shocked because she has this one song that now I recognize that uh, the beat for the Ice Spice in Hamoud remix, the TikTok one, it, it borrows the beat from that Nicki Minaj song. And so the Nicki Minaj song is called Check It Out featuring Will I Am. So that's the one that goes like, oh, oh. And, you know, it's like, dun, 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 dun. And someone made a mashup of that with Ice Spice. Well, very quickly in the first few bars of the lyrics, Nikki straight up says, <laughs> Haters, you can kill yourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haters, you can kill yourself. And uh, obviously, my jaw dropped because I. I felt very taken aback. It's been a long time. I'm sh- I had that album, so I must have heard it. But uh, maybe it's because we were in our late two thousands eras. You know, we were in our budding youth era. It just like where that kind of thing is just like whatever. Yeah. But now I'm an adult yeah. and I have like basic empathy and care. So like, just to hear that, like I was like, holy shit. <laughs> It was definitely a product of its time because honestly, in that time, in that era, telling someone to off themselves is a very common thing. Even just to use it flippantly. This you was know? this was like pre it gets better, so Yeah. It gets worse. Two thousand eight was a different time. Oh my gosh. Definitely, Nikki really loves that line of being very controversial sometimes. Yeah, just did it on him. 
Which is why I don't think it's good for Gaga and her to collaborate. I think but their if you think brands about it, would clash so much. And the the worst thing about it is that I love Gaga. I really do. That's my girl. But, but, yeah. but I think that I really gnash my teeth and like my toes curl in a bad way in repulsion when she like veers into making anything resembling hip hop. Oh uh, yeah, that's comedy. Like at, at that point, it's just comedy. She's encroaching when she does it, and <laughs> like it's it's not good because she tries to she's tried to rap. There's a there's a track that she actually made, but it was never officially released. But it got put out, and it's called "Cake Like Lady Gaga." Um, I I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's. A cringe fest. I'm glad that she didn't put it anywhere. What about Don't Want No Paper Gangsta? <laughs> There's that one too. There's Paper Gangsta. But I think I was more willing to let it go in that situation because that album was very of its era where we had girlies like Fergie and uh, and Nelly Furtado and Gwen Stefani making like vaguely quote-unquote urban sounds you know um yeah yeah it was that like rap pop right right that urban contemporary but like in later years gaga started veering into like she has that one jewels and drugs song which is all trappy and it's Mm. horrible Mm. it's like the worst thing on art pop yeah some i don't know what she's doing sometimes which is why I appreciate Chromatica more every year, because I feel like she just kind of stuck to her guns, and that's what I think she needs to do as as we... There was really nothing revolutionary about Chromatica, but that's good. That's what... We didn't want that. The last time she tried to be revolutionary was Art Pop, and it didn't pan out. She doesn't even remember. It art flopped. It didn't flop. This is information, and I won't spread misinformation on this podcast. Misinformation. Okay? It's yeah. just that it. It ju- let's just say that it wasn't making the noise they hoped for, which she wasn't used to. Like her standard, like that was when she started to like really decline as like a main pop girl, you know. But it's fine because like the. Like, it's funny because, like, the stands, like, the Katy Perry fans or whatever cope so hard because they're like, oh, um, well, Flopga or whatever couldn't make, beat, get a number one single with applause because, uh, Queen Katy had Roar and then Art Flop. And while, uh, Katy Perry came out with, uh, her whatever it was that had that song on it. And so. Oh, it was called Prism, I think. Well, Prism or whatever. That was... If we're going to be for real, though, Prism was her born this way. But Katy Perry's art pop was Witness, which just came like a few years after that. And I think Katy Perry flopped real hard with that one as well. In fact, you know what? Let's be honest. All the girlies have a flop era. Isn't Nicki Minaj's all flop? Of, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, all of our girlies from our era <laughs> have had their flop eras. Is there any one girl that is, like, still kind of on top like she was? 
Oh, Beyonce, no. right? I mean, look, you have to have a flop era. I think people argue that Beyonce never has a flop era, but, she but did. you want to know my real opinion on Beyonce? Hmm. Is that her music becomes target music very fast? I could like, see extremely that extremely fast. I could hear uh, that one called "Break." You won't break my soul, or you break my soul, whatever. Like I won't. I feel like I hear. I would hear that at Target in like the men's section when you're looking for shorts. Yeah. She definitely has a lot of iconic. Every album has an iconic song, I think, and there are parts of. But it's just, uh, yeah, it becomes Cole's music very fast. I think this latest album rack, was probably her back. branching out. But I wonder how fast that's going to age. Because it oh, always seems fresh when it's fresh. It's going to age pretty fast. Like People are already kind of turning on the fact that she's doing a song with Kendrick Lamar. Or like he's going to be on a remix or whatever. Because people are like, you only Beyonce could make like the gayest album in the mainstream. And then have like a man that said a homophobic slur in his last album. Yeah. Yep. Next thing you know, it's going to be Charlie XCX collabing with Lil Boosie. Asalia. Speaking of which, I hope, I kind of just don't want it anymore. Like, I don't, From I don't want Azalea to work with Charlie. I don't want her to work with Gaga. I don't want her to work. The only person that she deserves to work with is Kim Petras. Yeah. I'm kind of done. Like, I'm done standing her until she comes out with new music. Who? You know what I mean? Azalea Banks. Yeah. I think... I, I know what you're saying. Until she comes out with new music that at least captures you. Because that's how I felt with yeah. Ariel Pink. I feel like the thing that really broke... The, the last straw with him was not even like the Trump rally before the day of the insurrection and his attendance there but it was the fact that i saw him live a year before that and it was like the most unenthusiastic like like girl get up try come on he sat on like a base cabinet yeah for like a lot of it it just felt so like you didn't even oh you give us nothing you gave us nothing he had too many mcchickens the night before <laughs> Too many of those Onika burgers. Too many Onika burgers. Exactly. He should have had the impossible Onika burger. The impossible Onika. This is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Let's cut it off here. I've been James Edward. Yeah. I'm Kevin Jojo. And you've been listening. And this was Fierce Awesome Gaze. Fierce Awesome Gaze podcast. That's right. We will, the FAG. We'll be back. We're we're back in business. We're we're hip, yeah, square, and with nice hair. So here we come. Yes, we're with it. Here we are. Get ready, Zoomers. Bye. Bye. Bye.